Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of June. Here's everything that you need to know. The government has asked airlines to devise a mechanism to ensure reasonable airfares amid a surge in air ticket prices, particularly on certain routes that were earlier operated by GoFirst. During an hour-long meeting of the airline's advisory group, Civil Aviation Minister Jyoti Raditya Sindhya has shared his concerns about the steep rise in airfares on certain routes. The ministry said that the mechanism to be put in place should ensure reasonable pricing within the high reservation booking designator and that this would be monitored by the Directorate General of Civil Aviation. In corporate news, the Adani Group has announced that it has completed its $2.65 billion deleveraging program, improving key financial metrics. The conglomerate has completed full prepayment of margin-linked share-backed financing, totaling $2.15 billion on the 12th of March, and that's before the due date of 31st of March. The exercise also resulted in a rise in cash balance for the listed companies by 41.5% in the last financial year. Moving on, the board of Baiju's has approved the initial public offering of its test preparatory company, Akash Education Services, to be launched by the middle of next year. Akash has clocked a threefold increase in revenue in the last couple of years and is on track to reach 4,000 crore rupees with an EBITDA of 900 crore rupees in the current financial year, according to Baiju's. There's more to that though, and you'll find all the details in the story on the website bqprime.com. In international news, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has accused Binance and its chief executive officer, Changpeng Zhao, of mishandling customer funds, misleading investors and regulators, and breaking securities rules. In a 136-page complaint filed in a U.S. federal court in Washington, the SEC laid out a range of alleged violations against the world's biggest crypto exchange and its leader, including letting Americans improperly open accounts and trade. That's a Bloomberg report. After news of the SEC action against Zhao, Bitcoin fell as much as 6.5% to $25,491, and that's the lowest level since April. Binance Coin, meanwhile, slumped as much as 13%. In other news, Spotify has announced that it will lay off 200 employees or 2% of the workforce in an attempt to focus on expanding its podcast partnerships. The company is set to concentrate on collaborations with the podcasting community and broaden its analytics capabilities by expanding Spotify for podcasters. Moving on, military interception maneuvers by Chinese ships and planes suggest a growing aggressiveness from Beijing and risk an accident that could cause injury, according to the White House. The warning comes after a Chinese warship crossed the bow of an American warship in the Taiwan Strait on Saturday, forcing it to take evasive measures. Last month, a Chinese jet crossed the path of a U.S. reconnaissance plane as it was flying through international airspace. Meanwhile, the U.S. and India have made a new pledge to deepen defense industry ties amid a push by both nations to counter China's increased assertiveness in the region. That's a Bloomberg report. There were some flashy updates from Apple at its latest Worldwide Developers Conference. It unveiled its long-awaited mixed-reality headset called Vision Pro. The thing is, it will cost just under $3,500 when it goes on sale next year. Would you spend that much? Let me know. 
Meanwhile, the company has also debuted a 15.3-inch MacBook Air, which sports the M2 chip and offers 18 hours of battery life, along with new versions of the Mac Studio and Mac Pro desktop machines. On the software side, it came out with new iPhone and iPad operating systems, adding features that let users make diary entries and turn their idle phones into smart displays, and a Mac OS named Sonoma. In international markets, U.S. markets ended lower, with the Dow dropping 0.6% and the S&P 500 and Nasdaq declining 0.2 and 0.1% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, only two of the three early rises were trading and they were moving in opposite directions. The SGX Nifty was indicating a muted start to trade this morning. It was trading with cuts of about 0.2% last I checked. Now, this is to be anticipated. We're going to see a bit of caution ahead of the outcome of the Monetary Policy Committee's meeting in the next few days. Even yesterday, though the benchmark Nifty 50 moved higher by about a third of a percent, the range was very tight. It moved in a range of just about 60 points. Now, there's likely to be range-bound trade today as well, and that's being borne out by the FNOQs that we're seeing. The Nifty put-call ratio has risen from 0.95 to 1.01, indicating a buildup of shorts in the system. Immediate support for the benchmark is seen at 18,571 and then at 18,548. In stocks to watch, I have already mentioned the Adani Group stocks. The update on debt reduction program will likely be seen as a positive. Wipro, the board has approved a 12,000 crore rupee share buyback at 445 rupees apiece. It has announced the record date for its buyback, which is the 16th of June. And that is expected to be completed by the end of July 2023. Chalet Hotels, another one to watch in trade today. It has launched a 168-room Westin high-tech city in Hyderabad. Uh, the property is fully sold out to a corporate for the next three years. Now, brokerage reports are positive on this counter. Dart, for example, has said that it is a growth and re-rating plane. It has reiterated its buy with a target price of 495 up from 493 earlier. Now, JK Cement has accorded in-principle approval to sign an agreement with Toshali. It will acquire management control and uh, hold 100% of the paid-up capital of that company. The total cost of acquisition is 157 crore rupees, and that acquisition will help the company expand its footprint into the eastern region. In the primary market, Ikeo Lightning on Monday raised 182 crore rupees from 14 anchor investors ahead of its initial public offering, which opens for subscription today. The company has informed the bosses that it allocated 63.8 million shares at 285 rupees per share on Monday to those investors. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the All You Need to Know podcast. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 